Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, Blog Talk listeners. This is SC Day with the Legally Still Show coming in to you live every Saturday at 2 p.m. As always, I'm calling you once again from the beautiful and pleasant Tampa, Florida. The heat has broken. It's around 80 degrees. Sun is shining. And I can tell you, if you've never been to Florida or you're thinking about visiting Florida, the Florida weather will spoil you. I walk around when I'm not going to meetings or doing an interview or doing a proposal consultation. I walk around in shorts and T-shirts. As a fact, last last winter, last Christmas, Christmas Day, I was actually out in my backyard eating tangerines off of the tree. <laughs> now, I'm saying that because I know some parts of the country right now, the weather is not so pleasant, and it's getting colder. So coming down to Florida, and of course, you know, we can spoil you down here uh, when you get here, and you will enjoy it and not want to leave. So as always, I'm representing my state. Come down, spend your tourism dollars. We need it. The Gulf spill hurt us. Uh, we're trying to get back on our feet. Yes, the president did get BP to commit to $20 billion, and uh, it's a little slow in coming. So come down. Spend your, spend your vacation down in the beautiful state of Florida. I guarantee you, you will enjoy it. Uh, we're coming up on the holiday, that holiday stretch of the year. And, of course, at the Legally Steel Show, we'd like to keep you informed and you know, we don't want you to lock yourself in mounds of debt because debt isn't good. So all of you parents who are planning ahead, we used to hear something back in the day about um, um, layaway. Well, over the years, layaway pretty much faded out. You didn't hear much about layaway. Well, now Kmart and Target are now advertising layaway plans because they're not, they're not predicting big sales for the year, uh, for the turnout, so they're pushing layaway now. Um, coming from the financial aspect, layaway is a great plan. You can put a little money down and you can still buy for your children by committing or contributing a little bit every week or so towards that account. Now, the good thing about it is you're not locking yourself in on mounds of debt. Um, I think for the last 10 years, we, we pretty much ran rampant when it came to credit cards. You know, charge it off now and pay for it later. And, of course, a lot of people looked at the January time frame or January, February or, the, you know, the tax year uh, and getting a refund to try to reduce some of that debt load. But as we have it now, uh, we are in such a debt crisis here in the U.S. that it's really not a good idea to charge it up and pay for it later. If you can't afford it, don't buy it. If you can't have it, pay, pay for it with cash, don't buy it. That's why layaway is a real popular plan where you can actually put money to work and save that, save that on your credit cards. Um, this week found out that the 
credit card debt in America is now upwards of $2.4 trillion. Now, a lot of people can't even fathom a billion dollars. When you talk about a trillion dollars, that's a thousand billion dollars. That's a lot of money, and it's upward of 2.4. A couple of shows ago I told you about, you know, I I went out on the limb and actually dared anybody to call and challenge me, and as of yet I hadn't gotten anyone to call and challenge me, send me an email, but I'm telling you, you cannot run away from your debt. It's going to follow you everywhere you go, and at some point it's going to be attached to your to your passport. And you will not be able to leave this country if you are debt heavy. So that's still my challenge. I'd love for people to call in and dispute it. Listen, Blog Talk listeners, I'm going to put out a couple of challenges um, we are exploring the idea of creating a jingle for the show. And, of course, I want some of you creative people out there, musically inclined people, to send me some ideas of what you think a jingle should be. Now, I'll tell you what I'm kind of interested in, something that's funky that has a a jazz tint to it. Um, not that I'm trying to be Steve Harvey, but any of you that has listened to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, he has a really, really funky, kind of sophisticated, grown folks type of jingle to his show. So I'm putting out a challenge and it'll be forthcoming. I'll put it on the blog. So, of course, go to the blog, legallysteal.blogspot.com, legallysteal.blogspot.com in the coming week, and I'm going to put it out there. And we're going to put some money attached to it. So the best jingle that we choose for the show uh, will win the contest. And I'll put out some of the requirements of what we need to do. But we're going to put it out, and I want people to call in or, you know, send me, check out the blog, and also send it to the email, the show at legallysteal.info. The show at legallysteal.info. I almost forgot to email. <laughs> My producer's looking at me like, okay, you do this every week. What's your problem? <laughs> I almost forgot to email. But, yeah, we want to create a jingle so – we can have the show step it up a little bit. Also, with that, we're preparing to go to traditional radio. Um, things are really, really looking good. We had a really good meeting uh, last week, not this past week, but last week. And, of course, now Monday is a holiday, but we're following up on this meeting but we're looking at taking this thing on the traditional scene because those of you that have been listening to me faithfully know that my goal is syndication. We're going to put this thing on the market, and we're going to explode it because it's something that people want to know about. And as I've been telling you, the show is transitioning. But I started out from the from the whole mantra of, we want to teach you how to buy a vehicle. Well, as you have it, 
there are so many different facets to the automobile industry. And one of the things that we're going to do is transform the show to a number of levels, a number of platforms we're going to do. And it's not going to just just hint on the vehicle, the, the automobile industry. And, of course, that's the basis of the show from the book, How to Legally Steal Your Next Vehicle and Save Thousands. Um, so we'll always, that, will, that will always be our first love. And we will always, we'll always be telling you about the, auto, the automobile industry. But the show is going to change, and we're going to talk about big ticket items. Um, something in the news this week that any of you, and this goes to, I had a lady call in a couple of, couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, but she was having some issues with her home out in California. Well, if you haven't been paying attention uh, to what's going on in the housing market, um, there's some, there's, the industry is starting to receive some blowback, all of the lenders from this mad foreclosure rush that they've been doing. Um, as of this week, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, Ally, and Ally Bank, they are halting foreclosures in 23 states. They are halting foreclosures in 23 states. Now, what does that mean? If you are in a, if you have one of those lenders as your mortgage holder, and you are in financial trouble, they are stopping the foreclosures right now. And the reason being is they were, the banks were actually doing some almost illegal practices, if you will, and they were filing foreclosures on people without giving them a chance to uh, address their foreclosure issues. They came across their desk. They were signing off on it now. See, it took one bad apple or a couple of bad apples inside these banks to sign off on this stuff to get people's homes taken away from them. And it has now caused those major lenders, and I'll tell you now, I don't really care. Um, I think the major lenders should stop foreclosures. I understand that some people, you know, got into trouble, and that's justifiable. You, you know, you're working on a job 30, 40 years, and all of a sudden your job closes shop and you have a mortgage. Okay. But a lot of the lenders, when, they, when the housing bubble was big, they were really pushing subprime lending and, you know, non-stated loans. You could get a loan to get into a house very easy. I know for a fact because I was a real estate developer, and I know what it took to get into a house. I dealt with a lot of lenders, and rightfully so, some of them should be halting foreclosures. As a matter of fact, you know, some of them should be held to a criminal status, but I'm glad that they're halting the foreclosures, giving people a chance. But here's the problem that it poses. With them halting the foreclosures, and some of them are actually trying to rescind the foreclosures, well, once these houses are posted for foreclosure and it goes out into the, into the legal register or the county um, register to be put out, and it, it's posted, well, now your house is sold on 
the first, second, or third Tuesday of the month on the courthouse steps. When somebody buys your house, they now buy, they will buy that house out of foreclosure status, make a deal with the bank, a short sale or what have you, um, buy it from the bank, and now they have this house, they own it. Well, some of the banks, Bank of America being the biggest culprit, they're actually trying to rescind some of the foreclosures. Here's the problem. They rescind the foreclosure. Well, if I am the person that bought your house on the, on, on, on the county steps, I'm not giving up my house. I'm sorry that the person lost their house or you made a mistake at, at your company, but I'm not giving up my house. So now it's going to be... As we used to say in the military, a Charlie Foxtrot. And I'll let you figure out what that means. But that's going to be a big Charlie Foxtrot. You want my house. Now I have to go back and, okay, let's talk about the person that was in the house. Well, um, you want to, what, put me back in that situation? If I ran into a bad problem and I couldn't pay for it when I was in it, how can I pay for it now? So you're going to put that person back in that situation. A lot of people have already, you know, walked away from it because buying a house is an emotional process. It's just like buying a vehicle. That's an emotional process. And losing a house or losing a vehicle to repossession is like a death. It's like a loss. So I don't want to go through that and live that again if I had problems in the house. I don't want to live that again. So the heck with you, Bank of America. I think that, that, you know, some civil cases should be filed against you and you should be, you know, providing reparations to the people that you wrongfully took their house. Um, of course, at the Legally Steel Show, we're going to bring it to you real. And as our mantra says, we're going to give you the knowledge and skills to legally steal, whether that's a house, a car, a washing machine, a lawnmower, whatever you buy from a big-ticket purchase standpoint, we want to give you the knowledge. Always give us a call. Give us a call. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Um, Call-in number is area code 347-637-1008. That's 347-637-1008. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. And this week, we're going to give away, well, let me say this to you first. I've been getting a lot of, of requests, if you will, on Facebook, uh, through the company email, people hearing about the show. Somehow they think I'm still in the car business. So they are calling or they're sending emails and requesting information about the car business. Now, true, I know the car business inside out. I stay abreast of the car business. It is what I lived for 18 years, so I know it. But we are contemplating because so many requests have been coming in. This has been happening for the last, I know, for the last six weeks. Uh, We are contemplating putting in a consultation service um, to actually help people uh, buy a vehicle. And um, right now it's still in the works, but I tell you what, 
if you're interested in the market or you're in the market right now and you're interested in buying a car, the fifth caller, the fifth caller today will get that service at no charge. Okay? Has to be done today, not when the show is rebroadcast, while I'm on the radio live. The fifth caller, you will get that service done for you at no charge. I will actually do it. Matter of fact, I think it will be great because it will give me a chance to, you know, beat up on a dealer again. I, I used to do that years ago when I had a, a, a an auto buying service, um, automotive liaison services, and I used to beat up on the dealers a lot. So it'll do good. I get me back into the showroom, or of course, it doesn't matter where you are in the country, because all I need is the name of the dealership, the vehicle that you're looking for, and you know we'll take care of all the rest of it. But the fifth caller today, live while I'm on the air, live. We'll get that service done at no cost. Call in number is area code 347-637-1008. 347-637-1008. And the 10th caller today, while I'm on the air, live, will receive an autographed copy of How to Legally Steal Your Next Vehicle. And save thousands. A consumer informational guide to effective vehicle negotiations at no cost. My gift to you. Remember, fifth caller, you get the service. Tenth caller, you get uh, an autographed copy of the book. Now, if you miss the show, that's not my fault. Because I have been telling you and telling you and telling you, Saturdays at 2 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time, all over the world, right here, live, the Legally Steal Show. So call me, put the challenge out there. Of course, I want, uh, I need, let me change that, I need your input, Blog Talk listeners. I need your input for a jingle. I really want to make the show exciting and just simply go to, you know, legallysteal.blogspot.com. We're going to put that out. I'll put more information out this week about that. So you can um, hit me back and let me know what your ideas are for a jingle. And, of course, if you, you know, if you have any of you musicians, if you have put together something, uh, a little piece, um, make sure you, you know, if you're going to email it to me, that's great. I promise you um, I'll have, you know, also send me a disclaimer too because I don't want to take anybody's music. It has to be your music. can't be anybody's copywritten music. It has to be your music, and let me hear it. And then what I'll do is we'll put it on the air <clears throat> for everybody to listen to it, and then we will see what is the best choice for people to call in with it. So I look forward to getting that information um, so we can get everything planned up. Since we're going into the holiday seasons, um, the markets, I know you've been listening today and you're like, okay, look, this is the Legally Steal Show. This guy's supposed to be talking about cars. We're going to talk about cars. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, but I wanted to put that information out 
so you will know where where we're going and and what's happening um, as the show changes. We are going to have, of course, more interviews. Uh, we're working some things now with um, a couple of dealers as well as a major, major credit union. Now, you may be thinking, okay, look, I'm I'm in Nebraska. Well, I hope people are listening to us in Nebraska. Okay, I'm in Atlanta or I'm in Washington, D.C. or Philly or L.A., and you may be saying, well, this credit union that you're going to be a part of, uh, you in the Legally Steel show, how is that going to benefit me? Well, one of the things about this credit union that I like, they've really done something um, um, something really genius, and they have created a nonprofit organization that's a part of the credit union. So you can join this multi-billion dollar credit union from anywhere in the country. Uh, listening to the show, you can, you know, become a member of the show. Uh, I'm sorry, a member of the credit union and anywhere in the country. It's just, you know, sending in your membership. But we're going to be doing some live remotes. We're going to be doing some on-air advertisements for for the credit union um, as this process develops even more. Uh, a new thing that's happening with the book, we're actually somewhat redoing the book, if you will. I know it's only been out three months, but we are getting the book ready for mass sale. Uh, we have a campaign going on, or a project, not campaign, a project going on now that we're going after major buyers for the book. Because of the information that's in the book, you can actually, or these companies can actually use the book as a promotional tool, promotional item. And one of the things, one of the, the biggest benefits is, you know, from a company standpoint, your goal is to keep your customers current and attract new customers or new members. Well, one of the things that we're looking at doing is, proposing the book be used as a promotional tool. Say, for instance, an insurance company, um, a GEICO or an Allstate or a State Farm. They are insuring the vehicles. Well, the way we're proposing the book be put out is you give the book as a promotional item to your to that new customer or to that current customer you have. Well, the customer is going to realize that you care about them from a total standpoint, not just, you know, insuring my vehicle. But if I'm in an accident and I have a total loss from the insurance industry standpoint and I have a total loss, then you care enough about me to help me negotiate the price of a new vehicle that I'm going to turn around and have it reinsured with you. So that's a plus plus. Uh, for the companies, also with the credit unions. You know, they are up against competition when that customer goes into the car, um, into the dealership to buy a vehicle, then that vehicle can be financed with either the dealership, dealer financing, or with the credit union. So our goal is to put the book out there in mass where companies can use it as a promotional item to build up their customer base as well as keep new customers or attract new customers 
to to their company. So we have some really, really aggressive things um, that we're doing. Um, and as I've always said, those of you who know me personally know that I'm a go-getter. I don't stop. I don't quit. I don't know how. Um, I can't live on Social Security. <laughs> no, I'm not old enough for it, but I can't live on it when they start dispersing it, if they start dispersing it. So I'm a go-getter. i got to go out and i got to make things happen. So that's, you know, we got, like I said, we got some really exciting things coming down the chute. And I think it's going to be, I know it's going to be worthwhile for the Blog Talk listeners. It's going to be worthwhile because you'll be able to tap in and get some really, really good information, get some valuable information, and also keep yourself abreast of what's going on with the show uh, for your loyal followers, and I thank you. I didn't say that, but the the numbers are ever increasing every week. Every week, the numbers are increasing, and we're looking at them actually, you know, astounding me, blowing the numbers off. Um, we're going to bring on a. Here's another call. Another call. I'm actually looking for. And please send this stuff. Send it to the to the email. The show at legallysteel.info. I'm looking for a very good and very savvy um, web web 2.0 um, um, practitioner, if you will, uh, somebody that is well versed on search engine optimization. Send me send me a resume. On you or a um, what you do, what it is that you do for a business. Um, I am getting so busy that I can't continue to make sure we are popular on the web. Uh, make sure that the Facebook listings, uh, Facebook friends are up. Um, attract a lot of Twitter accounts. So I want to request proposals um, from SEO and Web Web 2.0 practitioners. And you can send that to the show at LegallySteel.info. That's T-H-E-S-H-O-W at LegallySteel.info. And listeners, if you know of anybody, send that out to them and tell them to send me, send me an email. Um, we're looking at here within the next, within the next three weeks of – putting somebody to work, putting some money behind somebody um, to, make this, to make this show a number one success on the Internet as well as this show will be supported by the local show. Um, and, of course, when we're going from a national standpoint of the areas, and, we, of course, we're going to lay that out as that happens. So this, you know... Today has really been, or been, has been an informative kind of a request for information, a request for people in the industry to actually give us a call and help us grow. Also, interns, um, next week, week after next, I have a, I have a breakfast lunch, a breakfast meeting at University of Tampa, and I am going to be researching interns 
um, to actually help us put some things in motion. People that are in marketing or in communications, um, helping us chart a course in the direction that we want to go. So we have some really exciting things going on. The Legally Steel show is is really growing. We're really happy with what's happening. I like the growth. I like the development. And we want to put some people, we want to employ some people from a contractor standpoint, but we also want to give somebody some practical information from an intern standpoint or practical knowledge from an in- intern standpoint. And, of course, if that intern is very good, then it's very easy for um, us to hire that intern on and let them do what they do. So I know I'm putting out a lot of information, a lot of call uh, uh, call for action, and, of course, that's going to be done. We're going to post that on the blog so you get a chance to see that, see that as well and reply to it. So those of you that are listening, tell people you know, uh, of the request that we're looking at and tell them to go to the blog, legallysteal.blogspot.com, and check it out more. Now, I have been promising you for the last two weeks of a young lady that was going to call in to the show. And, Annie, if you're listening, do not beat me. It's been another very busy week. But I am going to have Anna on the show. Um Anna is actually going to be helping me write my next book. She and I have talked about it, so she's going to be working with me in writing my next book. But I want to talk to you today about insurance. Okay, I tell you we're going to get to it. But we're going to talk to you about insurance. Um, And I, I... was so busy this week that I, I had a couple of people, um, insurance people, that I wanted to call and get them on the show. But we want to talk about the way you purchase insurance for your vehicle. Now, every state, I'm going to say that very loosely, um, every state for the, for the most part has a, an industry standard or a state standard minimum of what you should have on your car. And this may go against some insurance agents that, you know, may ruffle their feathers. But I tell you from an from an auto industry standpoint, from an expert in the industry, do not overinsure your vehicle. Research your area, research your your insurance company, then, of course, they're going to tell you the state minimums. Now, one of the ways that you need to gauge it is the price of your car, what your car is worth, okay? If your car is total, remember, the insurance company is only going to pay you the amount of retail for your car. Now, you don't need to go and put... Um, 100,000, 300,000, 100,000 on your comp- on your um, comprehensive insurance on your $20,000 car. You're wasting money. You're paying money every month and if you have an accident and total that vehicle, you will only get what your car is worth. Now, the other side is when you go to talking about your uninsured motorist and your 
or your no-fault accident, you have to look and say, okay, property damage, which is going to be covered under your comprehensive insurance. How much property damage, no, you can't guesstimate this uh, until you actually have an accident, but how much car damage are you going to do? Are you going to do $300,000 worth of property damage? Chances are you're not. If you hit, you know, unless you're going to run into somebody's uh, Lamborghini or somebody's Bentley, then you're probably not going to do that much property damage. So work with your agent. And if you have a really good agent, yes, they want to make money, but a really good agent is going to work with you and quote you the right amount for your car and not just try to sell you additional products that you don't need, okay? So you have to you have to do your work, do your own research. And everything that I ever talk about, it always boils down to the individual. You are in charge of what's happening to you. Now, you may be affected by what other people are doing to you, but you are in charge of what's happening to you. So you have to take a proactive role and look at your situation and gauge everything properly. Otherwise, you'll end up paying a ton of money every month that, for the most part, you don't, do, you don't get any, any of it back. And if you do, it's a small amount that you will get back as a dividend at the end of the year. So, and if you don't know it, insurance companies and banks are some of the most profitable businesses on the planet. So be careful. Be careful of how much money you put out and find out what is standard, what is standard coverage, and look at your vehicle. Most people, most people will pay more money than their vehicle is worth, and you pay this every month. The other thing you need to do, once a year or every six months, reassess your policy. Contact your insurance company, reassess your policy, and find out what type of discounts are available. Okay? There are discounts for multi-car. If you have your house and your car insured, if you have a a young driver on on your policy, if they are a good student, heck, if you're a good student. Um, if you haven't, take a defensive driving course, okay, just out of the blue. You don't have to go, you know, have a DUI, uh, you know, driving under the influence to actually be made to have a defensive driving course. But I know uh, years ago with the insurance company that I was with at the time, if you had a defensive driving course on your insurance, you had a, well, I received a 20% discount because I was a defensive driver. So take a defensive driving course if you, if you can. They don't cost a lot of money, but it will teach you a lot, not just for the insurance, but it will teach you a lot of how to handle the car in a bad situation. Um, you know, your car skids, then... This defensive driving course can teach you how to do that. It also teaches you how to be aggressively in watching the things that happen to you on the road as you're driving. And like I said, the great part is it reduces your it reduces your insurance. Also, theft um, theft detection devices. 
they work. They will. There are discounts. Discounts for that. And if your insurance company now, we as people tend to have a loyalty to inanimate objects, and that includes our insurance company, our banks. We have a loyalty to these people or these ent- these these entities, and but they don't have a loyalty to us. Now, if your insurance company is not providing you with the best coverage, shop around. Shop around. Matter of fact, like I said, every six months, you need to shop around anyway. Reassess your insurance. Make sure you have enough and realize that your car has gotten older in that past year. It's not the same value. So... Maybe if you have a high premium, you shouldn't be paying that premium for that older car. The other thing is, if you drop your deductible, your premium is normally higher. Now, if your car is financed, most finance companies want your car to have either a $500 deductible um you can go lower than a $500 deductible, but the most of them want you to have a $500 deductible on your on your insurance. Some will actually even go to a $1,000 deductible. Now, you know, most of you didn't have insurance. You know this already, but this is just kind of a reiteration. Um, if you have that $1,000 deductible and you have an accident, then your insurance doesn't pay until you cover your deductible on the vehicle. So you have to do that. So be careful. Even though a $1,000 deductible will give you a lower monthly premium, you have to look at your car and say, okay, if something happens, how much damage is it going to be? If you want to get a couple of door dings out of the way, then it's not going to do you any good. And also, in some states, like when I was in Georgia, um, every incident that you had, regardless of it was, you contacted your insurance company to fix your windshield, fix a chip in your windshield. That was considered an occurrence. And that occurrence, you have too many occurrences, then it makes your premium go up. Now, down here in Florida, it's a little bit different. If you have full coverage, uh, you know, comp and collision on your vehicle, and you have a rock chip, you contact your insurance company. It's mandatory because... You know, we don't want people driving around here with broken windshields that could be hazardous to your health or, you know, your passenger's health. So in Florida, if you have a broken a broken windshield and you have full pumping collision on your vehicle, it will cover your your windshield replacement with no money out of your pocket in most cases, no money out of your pocket, and it covers it. And it doesn't count against you. It doesn't count as an occurrence. So... That's one of the pluses we have in Florida for that. But the other side of it is it's, um, we have mandatory uninsured motorists down here in Florida where uh, you're going to you know, pay regardless. If, if you hit somebody or somebody hits you, that person is entitled to up to about $10,000 Um for medical medical injuries, and that's a standard rider that's in Florida that's automatically put on your insurance. So 
there are some pluses and minuses to being in Florida as far as insurance is concerned. But like I said, that's one of those things that uh, if your car, if you have a chip windshield because it's so hot down here, and when you turn that AC on and the car is cold and a rock hits your window, it's going to split. Well, the insurance company will replace that. So these are things that you need to look at your policy and be well, well adjusted to and have them explain it to you. Years ago when I, when I had the car buying service, that was one of, the, one of the services that we would include into the car buying process is negotiating. We negotiate everything. So we negotiate your insurance too. And I've been on the phone and I've had some, you know, teed off agents because I was negotiating my customer's policy for them. Because, you know, you're there at the dealership, you're buying the vehicle, all you know is you need to have insurance on the car before you leave. You contact your agent or your insurance company and they tell you, okay, we're going to put full coverage on it. But they don't really, or they will explain the not explain it. They will tell you what you're getting. They don't really explain what it's for. So my thing was because I was well-versed on the insurance, I would negotiate for my client because I wanted them to get the best deal on the car and save them the most amount of money. So not only can you, you know you negotiate your car prices and you negotiate your finances, but you also negotiate your interest rate. Now, next week I will be contacting a um a warranty warranty company extended warranty company and we'll have them on the show so definitely tune in next week if you have any questions about an extended warranty call in and they will be able to help you out they will be able to tell you cuz you know I'm going to put them through the ringer I'm going to ask some ask some probing questions because I want to make sure that they're giving you the right information before you go out to buy an extended warranty on that vehicle. And there are a lot of companies out there, and you know how I feel about some fly-by-night companies. So I will make sure that I find a reputable company that will be able to give my listeners insight on some of the things they they need. And we're going to just talk about extended, extended warranties in general. So definitely tune in next week. Uh, for that, and after next week, we're going into the trade-in. Um, I think last week I told you that the new car market or the used car market is just as big or if not bigger than the new car market right now. Um, the The industry is, of course, this time of the year, car makers are actually looking for an increase, increase in sales because of that whole transition of old car, old models out and new models in. But what's happening is there are a lot of uh, the used car market or used cars in the market now. And since people are holding on to their cars longer and being more responsible for their, for their older vehicle, they're not so quickly to run down to the vehicle or the dealership to pick up a new, a new car. Um, you know, and the, and there are some there are some sexy cars out there now. Um, really changes sleek designs, but they still have hefty prices on them. And when when people are in a recessed type of economy, they tend to hold on to what they have instead of buying something new 
or they're going to buy something that's going to cost me uh, the least amount of money, especially from the financing and the amount that I hold that I finance into this vehicle. So the used car market is big, and it's it's not slowing down; it's still growing, and we're coming into or into not coming anymore. We're into that time of the year that, as from a business standpoint, we only have about six or seven more weeks of the year before, and I know businesses dread this, before we get into that point where there's that holiday low for big-ticket items, unless, you know, you're buying that special vehicle for that special person for Christmas. Then we tend to go into a low um, for several months until January. We know you kind of want to watch out the old and bring in the new end this will be an ideal year to wash out the old and bring in the new. Um, for some, it's been an okay year. For others, it's been it's been really bad. I mean, right now, I was you know, listening to the news yesterday, and I know this is kind of a shift, but I like to keep you abreast and just like to talk about things, um, that 42, 42 million Americans, this is the highest number ever, on food stamps, and that's big. So people want to wash out this old year and want to get the elections out of the way. You know, we have the midterm, and, of course, go vote. You're going to hear me talk about voting, 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 voting. You cannot express your opinion unless you participate in the process. Go vote. Um, my party affiliation doesn't really matter. But what I will tell you is this. We expect a lot in a small amount of time. Now, whether you like the president or dislike the president, it takes time for policies to come into play. And I know this is going to go against the grain when I say this, but a lot of people are concerned about the future. Well, people, I'm concerned about today, right now, okay? We have a chance to change the future from our actions today, but you cannot solely base everything that you do on the future. It has to be on today. People are hungry now. People are losing their homes now. People are getting their cars repossessed now. When you have... You know, the unemployment numbers came out yesterday at 9.6, again, national. And, of course, if you stand in some really depressed areas, um, then you know, I don't want to offend any state or any people in the state, but when you stand in some depressed areas where your unemployment may be as high as 17 18%, when people are so depressed from the recession and depressed in their own minds that they say, I'm not even looking for a job anymore. There's nothing out there for me. It really hurts. So we need to concentrate on now, right now, right today. Um, so whether, like I said, whether you like the president or not, he has put some policies in place that can, that can truly benefit us. You know, I'm not a socialist. I believe in capitalism, but I think that some things should be socialized, some things like health care, because here's a food for thought. 
some people are complaining that, you know, his health care bill is going to, you know, uh, bankrupt America. You do understand that you're going to pay for health care regardless. If somebody goes to the emergency room and can't afford it, the people with money are still paying for that, okay? So it, if you can get people insurance from a preventative standpoint and people stay healthier, eat healthier, live healthier, you're going to have a less draw on the system, okay? So there are some things that are being done. Um, the Small Bill Act that was passed. There are some things that are progressively and proactively being done, so it, it doesn't happen overnight. It's going to take a minute for these things to kick into place. So when you vote, cast your vote for, for growth. Cast your vote for um, change, but change that is already being put in motion. Don't get so so irritated or so ticked off that you want it to happen right now, and if it doesn't happen right now, you run out and you make regrettable decisions later. Put things in motion. Um, the Democrats are doing some things and the Republicans are doing some things. But as I say, look at what's happening. Do your research and make sure your vote counts. Count It, it counts for you right now. Okay, like I told you, I can't live on Social Security, so I'm not around dependent on Social Security. I'm in my early 40s, and I don't predict Social Security being around. And some of these people, I will keep it very respectable, but some of these people who are running for office want to get in and, you know, demolish Social Security. It's great to have a good platform to say I'm going to tear down this, I'm going to reform this, I'm going to change this. But what are you going to change it with? You have to change it with something. Um, now, turn the, turn the table back to my industry, um, the lending. Um, the way the small bill act has, that has been signed into law now, the way it works is um, the government is basically giving incentives to these lenders to loan money. Now, of course, it's going to have some government regulations on it, government controls. But you know, when we when we saw what happened uh, in the late, you know, two thousand seven eight, and what the meltdown, how the meltdown affected everybody from Wall Street, I'm talking about, how it affected everybody. We need to put some things in place um, that can get people back to work. I, as a small business owner, believe me, I'm going to check out more of that small business bill because I want to employ people. I want to put people to work. And if there's money out there that can help me put people to work faster, I'm going to look into it. People, the I've been talking about a paradigm shift for the longest time. Things are not the same anymore. They will never be the same. There are companies now that are starting these green companies God, that are focusing on putting people to work by creating green energy jobs, green processes. The industrial age is over. It's dead. It's gone. You have to look at the Internet age now. 
How can you make money off the Internet age? And there are companies out there that are hiring. I mean, you know, I, I dare, I'm, I'm proud to be an American, and some think that America is going to fall. But I can tell you, the innovation that we have in America, no, we'll never fall. We will hurt. We're suffering now, but we'll never fall. Um, you know, the Internet, the Internet is out there because of Americans. Google, Google is out there because of Americans. Facebook, these are all Americans. These are people that are putting things in motion. They are Americans, and they're putting things in motion that is making the world operate, making the world move. So don't, don't give up on America yet. Cash your vote, make it count, and stay focused, on, stay focused on the now, and we can change the future. You know, um, a good friend of mine and I were talking the other day about leadership. Now, those of you who don't know, uh, you've probably seen my profile, but I'm a black man, and we were talking about leadership for the black race. Well, you know, it's sad to say, but there isn't any. There isn't any. Uh, I am taking charge of my life. I'm taking charge of my life. I'm helping my family, but I'm also looking out for my brother next door because we're all in this together. There is no white. There is no black. There is no Asian. We're all in this together. We are Americans, so either we stick together or we sink together. I'm doing my part. I employ you to do your part. Help your brother because you never know when that, when that favor may come around and you need help. One of the things I always push is pay it forward. I pay it forward, and I expect you to pay it forward. When paying it forward, we can make sure everybody around us can come up with us. So, as always, I love talking to you, and I love being here and, and expressing with you. And as I promise, I am not going to turn this show into a political show. It's the Legally Steel show, not the Legally Politics show. The Legally Steel show. So we're going to keep it on the financial end. That way I can stay neutral, and every now and then I can take my, my stick and poke the hornet's nest. <laughs> so, but I am going to stay in the financial realm. This is my lane. This is what I'm driving in. I want to keep you informed, to keep, you know, giving you those, those tools that you need to save money, not just in a depressed economy, but when things get better. I am not Susie Orman, but I will be giving you information like Susie Orman. I'm not Clark Howard, but I will be giving you information like Clark Howard. My goal is to keep you abreast so you can save money. Um, as we shift the show, I have a good friend who works with the principal, and she's going to come on, and we're going to talk to you. We're going to have a great conversation, and it's going to be about she's a certified financial planner, and we're going to talk about things that are centered around major ticket items, major ticket purchases, but how you can make money work for you. I have another good friend who is a who's a CPA, which is you know I've given him credit for being the being the the person that switched on the light that made all of this happen now, but I'm going to have him on the show. 
um, because we're going into that time of the year of taxes and financial planning. I want to have these people on the show so they can talk to you about what you need to do for your tax planning. What do you need to do for your financial planning? I want to give you the best advice that you can, and I'm also going to be working on an attorney. See, I can spin this whole auto industry into a number of arenas and keep you really informed, but like I said, uh, we'll even get to the point where we're talking to mortgage brokers, and we're going to have a special section for business and business credit. So if you are an entrepreneur, small business owner, stay tuned. we got some things coming up that you really, really, really want to tune in for because every company needs business credit. And you don't want to go the way that I did, establishing your own credit and found out, you know, that, and I was with a major bank, but because I wasn't doing it properly, I found out that it didn't even report. It only stayed within the bank. So we're going to have that section coming up too, that show for the business, the business owners. So stay tuned. Always send us your message. Send us your love, uh, your appreciations for the show. But send us, um, send it to the show at legallysteal.info, the show at legallysteal.info, as well as check out the blog, um, legallysteal.blogspot.com, and send us your information. So, again, just as a recap before the show ends, challenge for the jingle, um, intern, and Uh, the SEO, <laughs> the the SEO person, Web 2.0. My producer is trying. I do not read lips. I you, you got to write it, send it airmail. I don't something, toss it. Okay, web page, got you. So <laughs> definitely, we need that information. Check out the blog. I'm gonna have some information up there. And of course, this show is gonna repost um, on the on this Monday. It's Columbus Day Monday. Enjoy your three-day weekend if you have one. Enjoy it. Stay positive. Stay focused. Don't run over anybody and kill anybody because I need you listening to the show next week. As always, I'm giving you the knowledge and steel to legally steal the expert. All right. Talk to you soon.